at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. It's 8.43. It's time for Word Domination. And we are cracking into our interview. We're talking, of course, always about words, books, poetry, online books, real books, digital libraries, and the like. On the line with us, we've got Kawe Bula, who is the co-founder of the TAQA. I'm not sure if it is TAQA or TAKA Digital Library. And Kawe has come up with a way of looking and finding books and putting them online to make it more accessible and more available. Kawe, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Um, I'm glad I'm glad to be able to join you. We're glad you're able to join us as well, I can tell you that. Kawe, you came up with this idea while you were in fact a student at the University a Bachelor of Social Sciences student. Tell us about the reason that you created this project, a digital library of read-along children's books in all 11 official languages. Talk to us about that. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I think let me start off by saying it's uh, it's Taka. Is it Taka? So that's you, yeah. yeah, that's how you that's how you say the name. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the passion for myself and my other three co-founders, Utsapang, Akoliwe, and Apendule, has was primarily to to democratize knowledge and to break yeah. down barriers to knowledge. And early in about our first or second year at university, around. 2017, 2018, we had been thinking quite a bit about home language education mm. um, and doing a bit of research and coming to find how educationists and sort of linguists have and research has long suggested that children learn best um, in their mother tongues. And so at first we started off, uh, we started a company at the time that was doing some translations. Uh, but I think as we thought more about how we can make a greater impact uh, rather than as sort of individually doing manual translators, are doing manual translation, sorry. And a big part of us being able to scale so that we can have, I guess, greater access and greater impact. And then we sort of came up with the idea of, of building a digital library of children's books in indigenous African languages. Um, and, the, and I guess the plan or understanding of this was that, number one, through having these books available uh, in all of the official South African languages, we break the barrier to... To, to becoming literate and make effective use um, of the literary resources that South African children generally already have. But also secondly, having it then digital means that the access, uh, the, the issue of access to literary materials and having them available, say, on your smartphone or your laptop or your, um, or your, or your tablets, then means we can access people anywhere and at any time. And so it was a, a passion born out of democratized knowledge and primarily first in home language education uh, which we later pivoted into building this digital library um, of the children's books in in all of South Africa's official languages. Okay, you've raised lots of questions there Kawe. Uh, And we are chatting to Kawe Bula who's the co-founder of the Taka Digital Library. So, the first one, uh, we'll hold on access for a moment. But when we talk about democratizing uh, education, democratizing knowledge, democratizing information, uh, we're talking about very different processes. The one could be translation. The other one could be reversioning. And I use the term reversioning with care because I think that sometimes translation does not always 
talk to information correctly. A direct translation may not always work. And then we're talking Mm. to original, in original language. Which Mm. ones of those are you working with? Okay, thank you. I guess the short answer would would be all, right? I think, number one, we, we, we come with an understanding that for a large part, particularly in the children's book sector, it's it's not really the case that the literature isn't there. You know, Kosa authors have written, um, Shitsonga authors have written, but it's finding that literature and then pooling it together on a platform that people can access anywhere. So I guess at first, and primarily the thought was about using existing literature in these languages. But okay. then also, uh, the, we, we do have a lot of literature, a, a lot of um, books that are translated versions um, or that are, if we may call it, reversioned. Mm. Um, books in 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 these in, in these languages, but I think it's it's both. There is a specific focus on wanting to have books that are already written to also yeah. help maybe give a market for authors who are written, writing in home in African home languages, and in that way promote further writing of such yeah. stories. Um, but also to use reversion books, uh, because I mean, literary wealth exists in all languages, and so it's good to be able to share that wealth in different languages to all yeah. people. Okay, that's my first question answered. My second question would be around collaboration. And the reason I raise that is I'm thinking of the Puku Foundation. I'm thinking of Nalibali. Let's talk about how and who you're collaborating with so that you're just not reinventing the wheel again and again and again. No, thank you for that. Our our modus operandi really is partnerships in that what, what we are are digital shells for digital books. So how we get to the books then uh. is, is is through partnerships with with existing content partners who have pulled this literature and a huge body and a, a partner of ours is Unali Bali. Yes. Um, and in part, so in partnership with Unali Bali, we're able to acquire a large number of books and audio books um, in at this stage I think about nine uh, South African languages which we have out on on various platforms. Uh, and so, like uh, uh, an important partnership of ours is with Unali Bali, yes. because we are digital shells for digital books. And I think at the same time, we also use partnerships for for distribution, and that we're a startup, and so we're still building, I guess, our brand. And so, to be able to reach people who might not yet know about Utaka, um, for instance, we have a partnership with Ayoba, the Ayoba yeah. messaging app. Yeah. And that is currently our most popular platform for the Dhaka um, audio books. Uh, and I think we have about 35,000 listeners. And so that partnership has also been really fruitful in terms of building out distribution channels before we ourselves, I guess, have the capacity to reach that many people. So, sure. yeah, partnerships for us are very key uh, and are really the way we, we operate. And we're constantly on the lookout for more content partners um, and various other kinds of partners to plug into different points of, of the value system. Okay, that's an important thing that you're raising. So so critically, what we need to understand is that Utkaka is a platform. So it is the library, but it is not the mm. actual creation of the books themselves. And that takes place through uh, Nalibali and other organizations as well. Kawe, uh, the last question is one of... Um, I mean, it's 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 what will make it sink or fly. Actually, is that you say that if people have laptops, then they can access anytime, anywhere. That's actually not true. In that, if you are in an area where there's no Wi-Fi or it's really difficult and and data costs, then you can't access. How are you dealing with that as a systemic issue? Um, I think, no, th- thank you for that question. Right, I think. 
we understand that we we can't be the entire ecosystem on our in our on our own, right? Which I guess again is the importance of partnerships. Mm. And so sort of consistently seeking out partners with whom we can partner who can give us that access. So for example, earlier I made the example of a partnership with Ioba, um, where we have a channel and put out uh Dr. audiobooks and other information around our children learning how to read. And on the Ioba app, if you're an MTN user, there's there's a certain I think it's about up to one gig of free data usage with which you can um, access data content at, at a zero-rated fee. So I think we understand that we ourselves, of course, can't necessarily improve network on our own, mm. but we do have an active focus on forming those kinds of partnerships and ensure that we can reach you even if you do not have data. And IOBA has been a really good platform for us to do that, and we yeah. are consistently seeking out I guess, more avenues and more ways in which we can do that. That's really excellent. Gawe, if people want to find out more about the Kaka uh, Digital Library, where do they go? What do they do? How can they engage with you directly? Thank you very much. Um, we have a website, uh, Africa. So if you just search on Google Africa, you will find our, our website. Um, and there there's more information about us and ways through which you can contact us. Um, and if you're just looking for a taste of our work, you can search TAC on Spotify Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, or on the Ioba messaging app, and you can get a taste of, of some of the work we're doing. Um, and the website will tell you more about the work we're still to put out and the exciting projects we're on. But thank you very much, uh, Michelle. For you're, your a UCT, well. you're a UCT student, aren't you? Uh, I just completed my, my degree at UCT, but yes. Alala! My alma mater. Well done. Wishing you strength, all the best, and uh, just may it grow from strength to strength to strength. We like it. That is Tawe Bula, who is the co-founder of the uh, Digital Library. Nice one, doing great work. And uh, when the platform is fully operational, you'll be able to download um, works for children between the ages of two and nine. So promising huge access, which is just excellent. Our closing book story today is one that uh, we found online. Now, many of you will remember that when e-books first came out, everybody was like, that's it. It's the end of the physical book. And in much the same way that when CDs came out, everybody said, that's it. It's the end of vinyl. Well, vinyl has now uh, sold more than CDs over the last couple of years. And in fact, there's a shortage of vinyl, as we were talking about yesterday on the show. And surprisingly, or not surprisingly, for those of you who read a lot uh, and who love the feel of a physical book, as I do, that cracking of the spine, the smell as you read the pages, it appears that uh, publishing of books is doing very, very well. All books, in all forms, apparently did well last year, and print made up the largest amount comparative to ebooks. And this was according to the Association of American Publishers annual report, which came out last year. This is a report by Lucy Handley from CNBC International. <laughs> 